right in front of you. He looks like he's in his 30s. Okay, good. That's good. But he's got his finger over the picture, so it's hard to tell. Can you move your finger? I'm sorry. I'm I'm like starting to open the door right now. Right, right, right. And he says, well, let's go check on your wife. And he puts his ID back in his pocket. This doesn't smell right to me, Eric. Show me your ID. Well, if you want me to stay outside, I'll stay outside. I don't want you to... Please show me your ID, right? ...be upset or anything. Well, let's go inside and I'll show you the ID. I'm going to run around to the back door (laughs) real fast. One GM, one player, one hour, and we go to 11. Welcome back to Jolt. This is issue number two, Orange Blast. I'm Matt J, your host, Rich Rogers of Plus One Ford fame, and I are playing something very special here with Champions Now. As I edit this issue number two, we've got five sessions already recorded in the can. We got some fan mail from Mavis WK. Mavis said, I'm loving this Jolt story. How far out have you wrote it? I'm tickled. Mavis, that you think this is a scripted thing. Rich and I are actually playing Champions Now live, real time, uh, unscripted. It's it's a real game. I try to keep some of the metagame talk in the show, and we talk about some of the dice rolls in the show. But it's a real game in progress. We don't pre-play. We don't talk about what we're going to do that session. I will say, as the GM, I try to make the first two sessions wrap around the game mechanics so we get our hands on the dice and how things work. But I try not to make those situations frivolous, right? I try to make them count. From session to session, I frame situations based on what has occurred in previous sessions and whatever flags uh, that are on Rich's character sheet. So our early sessions are based around some of the trouble. Actually, all three of his dependent NPCs, his wife, his kid, and his friend, Obi. Rich engages those situations based on what's fun for him as a player. And then we both roll dice to find out what happens. Five sessions in, and it's still an incredible source of fun. And I have no idea where where this all goes, what the story is, or where the story goes. Thanks for writing in, Mavis. Thank you all for listening. Let's make this our regular thing. Here's Jolt, issue number two, Orange Blast. I need a die room. I lost the rolling room. I didn't put it oh, on sure, the Oh, sure, sure, sure. No, it's all right. I will drop that in the slack. Da, 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 da. Because I also have updated the map out there. <gasps> uh, nice. So we have the greater Jacksonville area, and now we have your bedroom community of Mandarin. Well, it should be loading. Yeah, Rich even forgot we were on roll. I'm so dumb. Oh, no, it's all right. That's why there's no rolling room. I was like, uh, I'm lost. Yeah, no, I'm toying around and playing around with some web technologies currently. Uh, I was hoping I wouldn't have to do this, but I'm getting a little frustrated. And uh, I like that. I think it's roll for your party. He made that open source. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a great start. I'm going to take that code, uh, tweak the dice rolling stuff a little bit. Uh, and add more image utilities in there just to be able to load images, load tokens. Uh, 
from the internet or drag and drop, right? Because that's all mm-hmm. I really want, right? I don't need all of the other stuff. Um, have you seen Albear Rodeo? Do you use that? I before? did. I did. I have. Uh, but they're, I think they're the closest, right? Uh, but they do some things. They're focusing more in on some grid base uh, utilities. And mm-hmm. I just, I don't need all that. Uh, I'd rather yeah. than spend the time on letting us load better images, moving those images around, saving state, rolling dice. Uh, I think their dice roller, it's been a while. They may have updated it. I think their dice roll is what I took issue with, is that I have that little side panel die tray that comes out. And uh, it's cute, but when we're in the heat of it playing, I just want to see the damn dice on the screen without having to put my glasses on. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a, a big-ass screen, right? Uh, I just want to see it. So it might be the cranky man in me. Um, it's okay. I, my cranky man agrees with you, <laughs> cranky old man. <laughs> Foundry's beautiful, like playing Twilight 2000. It is fantastic, but I'm never going to sit down and code out a system, right? It is like the the Cadillac of implementations, right? I don't know what Free League paid those folks to make that, right? I'm never going to do that uh, for a particular game. That is a lot. That's a job, but it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So anyways, speaking of jobs, that's my unplanned segue. As we open... Issue number two of Jolt, titled Orange Blast, we find Nathan sitting in an office setting. Uh, I think it's a close-up, but we know it's Nathan, right? Uh, There's a clipboard. Maybe we're looking at Nathan head-on. He's got a clipboard that he's looking at, right? We're looking at him from the front, so we see the back of the clipboard, but we see Mm -hmm. his face and his head. Uh, And we know for a fact, for certain, without a doubt, this is an interview. Nathan's doing a job interview. Oh man. How's Tell he dressed? How is he yes. dressed? How is he dressed and who's he who is he interviewing with? What's the job? Oh man. So he is dressed suit and tie because he's old school like that. Mm-hmm. Hair is uh coiffed just right. His hair's short, so he doesn't have to worry too much about it. He's he's taking care of some of the flyaways. Shaved, freshly shaved. There's like a little bit where he may have cut himself shaving because you know he normally wears a bit of a five o'clock shadow or doesn't worry about it as much but this matters and the job he's interviewing for uh let's just let's just throw straight in. he is he's interviewing because he's applied to be a super spokes model i'm looking at his his jobs i can't remember which delivery thing i had chosen for him it was uh doordash yeah so DoorDash, he wants to be the DoorDash guy. Nice, nice. I think there, so then I think that means also in this kind of waiting room, there might be two or three other candidates, right? And I think, <laughs> again, we know also they want to be the super spokesperson, right, That's for DoorDash, right? Uh, I think two of them are kind of, Casually dressed, right? Maybe on the lower end of business, casual, no tie, right? I think they're also, both of them are also kind of younger, right? Of course. I mean, right. who, who, who as old as Nathan is still in the game? Right. Oh, nobody. Right. Nobody. Right? Young man's game. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what the third person might look like, 
or might be like. I think they're different than business casual and old school dress. Maybe they're in their costume, right? Maybe oh, they're yeah, in their super yeah, yeah. suit, right? <clears throat> uh, so they're also filling out the application form, right? That's what you're looking at. Uh, what do you put in for your first and last name? And I only asked that because we don't know what Nathan's last name is. That is a great question. I think that Nate's, it's Nathan. And I think that his last name is Fellows. F-E-L-L-O-W-S. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. And I'm adding that to my notes. Cool. I like it. Uh, as he walks down the application, <clears throat> filling things in, there's that question, uh, what's your required salary? Oh, I hate God. that question, right? Uh, when I was in the game doing applications and that question comes up, what does Nathan put in required salary? Nate is is putting in some information he got off of a like advertising circular for supers uh spokes models so he's putting in but he's trying to low he's going in with a low ball but he knows if he goes too low it's just not he's going to sound desperate so he's put a lot of thought into this and has no idea if he has the right number when he's go he's going in <laughs> For six digits, he's going for like one ten a year, nice. uh, or he's done the math out to uh, if it were a part time thing, like this much per hour that would right. equal one hundred and ten k per year. Nice. He knows it's a big ask, but he also knows if he goes in under, then they're just not gonna not gonna give him the time of day. I like that. That's a good answer. My plan is uh, once we have two or three of these in the can, I will start publishing these uh, mm -hmm. on the Diceology side. Nice. On the Substack side, I will kind of do a behind the screens and I'll talk through why we're doing this. This is, I call this the GM lift stuff. Uh, the application process is an interview process. We get a lot of fictional data about Nathan, about the world. Uh, and I love it, right? Because we're, we're adding stuff to uh, how this all works uh, with these small, simple, easy questions. Um, like the salary, we've already determined what the going rate for superhero spokesmodels might be, what that kind of, what that range kind of feels like. Uh, and that says something about what this world thinks about some of the superpowered folks. Uh, and that's interesting to me. Uh, going further down this list, you've got that uh, experience section, like the last few jobs that you worked. What is the very last job that you put down there that you, well, the most current last job? Right? Oh, it's, it's DoorDash. You know, and you put that down, you put, yeah. For, yeah. So okay. too current, too current, currently employed. Gotcha. Lots of five star ratings, lists his DoorDash ID. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. So I think, uh, we, yeah, when we pan out, we can see the rest of the candidates in the room. They're all filling out uh, their applications. Uh, you get a text in. Uh, I, my phone, 
uh, I kind of audio, I have audio cues about who's calling, right? So I don't always have to look. I know by the tone who that is. Um, let's say Nathan has something kind of similar set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, when it dings, maybe it's a short time. It's not a real long ring. It's a text from Obi. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, uh, no, ignoring an, a text from Obi is bad, but I'm going to do it. I'm in the middle of this thing. I got to mm-hmm. do this thing and I can always catch up because that's the best part of being a speedster. That's right. I'm never late. Nice. I think some time goes by. I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minutes. Uh, you're the earliest candidate, right? Maybe you, when they were given out time slots, you picked the earliest one. And so uh, 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 they call you in first. Uh, you get up and you start headed toward the conference room. Uh, two of the other three candidates, you know, they kind of nod, give you the thumbs up, wish you luck, right? Uh, the other one looks like they're having some trouble with their uh, application, right? They're, right? Uh, they're still working on it. The other two have finished. That one in their super costume, still working on it, having some trouble, frustrated. Mm, dang. <laughs> That's too bad. That is, that is rough. <laughs> sad to hear that he's having trouble. I, in any other circumstance, I would be, I would consider helping, but this is not that time. Uh, they walk you down the hall into an elevator, up two floors, out the elevator, down the hall to the left. Right? I think you're on the perimeter of the building, so you've got these big, long windows you can look out and down. Right? You're in kind of a tall office building, uh, and then finally to this big ass conference room. Right? Maybe you can fit twenty people at this long table. Right? Uh, and at the far end of the table are three folks. One person seated at the head. The other two are off on her left. Uh, and she waves you down to come sit on the right side of the, of the... And so you walk down this long ass table, right? And uh, you take a seat. They're all seated. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I, hey, uh, Nate. And I've got copies of my resume that I like hand out. Some bonded paper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, nice, nice. Uh, the person who escorted you in hands your application over to the woman at the head of the table. Uh, and she nods and that person leaves. Uh, and then she introduces herself as Edith Williams. Uh, she's the head of operations for this uh, spokesmodel project for DoorDash. Then she introduces Tony Wrangler, talent coordinator, and Stevie Lang, uh, site coordinator. She uh, looks over the application that she was handed. Uh, the other two are looking at the resume that you handed out. And then Edith says, uh, tell me something about yourself, Mr. Fellows. Well, uh, I've been in the game for a long time. Uh, was the original Jolt spokesmodel, and I did that for almost 20 years before Jolt went through some changes and uh, there was a decision to, to sever all relationship with the superhero spokesmodel team that had been formed up around Jolt. Since then I've tried a bunch of different ways to 
be a hero and best represent the community until I found DoorDash. And that's where I found my home. That's where I most enjoy myself. And I thought, why not take my skill set from before DoorDash and take it to the next level? Uh, Tony Wrangler, right? He's He's got that cynical look on his face, right? He's like, he's listening, he's nodding, but he's already processing what he's going to say next. So he's not really hearing you, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, but uh, you can't really be Jolt, can you? No, and I don't need to be. I'm not Jolt anymore, but I'm still a speedster. They can take away that old identity, but that just leaves it fresh for you guys. So what you're saying is there are no legal entanglements with Jolt Kohler International if we bring you on board using your old panoply of superpowers. You can do that, and we're not going to face any lawsuits, any legal actions. You're not going to have any reprisals. And all this legal speech, right, he's going down this line. So that's all safe, right, Mr. Fellows? Yeah. Yeah, they've they've got everything worked out with international which is in europe they i've even heard that they have a new jolt spokesmodel so the relationship's completely severed they have no reciprocity me i never signed over my powers or use of my powers in the public you guys are in the clear uh stevie lang uh i think she smiles she likes your answer right uh she's probably the youngest of the three folks at the table uh, and uh, she says, yeah, my grandpa used to talk about Jolt Cola all the time. You were his favorite of the flavors. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I was partial to the OC, but they had a bunch of great flavors back in the day. Uh, hey, do you have anything I could sign for your grandpa? Just as Nathan, of course, but still. We could do a selfie? Yes, there we go. Yes. I was trying to think of something more more modern, but yes, he's all over. Yes, maybe we could do a selfie. And then Edith Edith clears her throat. Like you could do that after this kind of thing, right? She clears her throat, like, hey, remember where we are, right? Uh Edith says, So what do you bring to the table for us? What do you do? What can you do for DoorDash's image? PR stuff that makes you unique for us. What's where's our synergy? I hate that word. Where's our synergy? Of course, he's gonna <laughs> see. I've done and then a- your phone dings again, but it's not Obi's ring. Uh-huh. Uh, it's kind of the group chat ring. You, Obi, Mason, uh, right? Yeah, it's kind of the group chat ring. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. If there's an emergency, right? Is do you guys have a protocol for that? Yeah, I would have to have a protocol, and I think it would be something like that. Group text is the send it the line. It's the four one one or the it's the nine one one. Right. Yeah, this is the emergency thing. So if that text comes through on that line and I get that notification, I'm definitely going to be sweating it. Yeah, so it does. You get that. It dings. It's that audible, right? For that 911 group chat. I see. I've done some market research and 
you guys might think, hey, let's go with the young person. We can lock them into a longer contract. They're hungry. But that's not your demographic who actually uses DoorDash, not for the big ticket things. We're talking the Middle East. That's me. The people who love Joe Cola and can recognize me, you're going to get that straight off the bat instead of having to build from ground up. Now, there might be some advantages to shaping and molding someone, but there's also a lot of risk, right? When a superhero messes up, it's everywhere. And I know the game. I know how to walk the line. Take a look at my history. There are no scandals. And I'm sorry, but my wife just sent me a text that I need to check. I'll be back in just a sec. And I zip out of the room and to a hallway and check my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. Uh. Yeah, it's it's the nine one one group chat thing, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's yeah, it's Sarah, and she says uh, there's two messages. The first one is Sarah, and she says there's a strange man uh, at the front door, uh, and he's he's uh, he's coming in is what she says. Right. Uh, the second text is from Ubi, and he says I'm on my way. That's my man. That's my man. <laughs> Obi's got my back. Obi's got my back. Nice. Cool. Uh, I am going to... I haven't paid for any contacts, mm-hmm. so I don't know if this is something we can do within the system, but I'd mm-hmm. love for him to throw a text out to any pol- Jacksonville police department contact he might have if he has one if not then he's just going to plan on calling 911 while he's running home so gotcha either one of those gotcha 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 uh he's running home now i'll step uh, i'll step back into the conference room <laughs> there is there's uh there's a, a personal emergency with my family i am sorry but i need to take care of this that's another thing. I'm a family man. Uh, I will send you guys the details and hopefully we can reschedule this. Thank you so much for your time. Boom. I'm out. I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) That is fantastic. I love it. Uh, There's somebody breaking into his home. (laughs) Can't. He can't just stick around for a freaking job interview. This is his but, dream, but it's not his family. So, but, but Obi said he was on it. Obi's on it. He says, "I'm on my way." He's running. I'll nice. get there before him. Uh, so for sure, we know you've got that. I'm pulling up your character sheet. I know that one of the options we got was this non-combat run, and that mm-hmm. lets you move right. Stupid fast, fast travel regional. Yes. So it is not an issue for you to get there in a timely fashion, right? That is not a thing. Uh, what you should do now, uh, as you're closing in on your home, uh, we're going to take this meta time to figure out what your power set is as you come up on this situation at your house. That way, if this devolves into a fight You've already got your powers set without having to make a check. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Why you're, why you're still out of combat. All right. Uh, I have, if I remember correctly, 80 to split. Uh, 60. 60 to split. I'm 60 active points to split. I'm, I'm picking once I get there, so I don't need to worry about fast travel regional. I'm just going to pick speedster right. options once I get there. I shift gears, as it were. Right. Uh, I do think I'm going to go oh, Fist, Fist of Fury and can't touch this just to CYA a little bit. And I'm doing the points cost, right? This this one? No, the active points. Oh, shoot. So that 20 and 60, I can't actually do those two. I see, I see. So if I do Fist of Fury, it, it, that's all it is. Okay, I'll do that. I'm only interested in seeing how this rolls. Yeah, and I need to, now that I look at this, I need to redo multi-slap because it's 80 points and you could never get that in that pool of 60 points. Right. So we may have to drop down the amount of points that have been allocated into it. The beauty of the VPP is at any point you can add new options on this list. This list is not finite. Um, What is finite is the amount of points that are active in the pool. Does that make sense? Uh Uh-huh. So as you come up with new ideas of using your speed powers that fit this theme, we can construct them, throw them on this option list, and then they can get rotated into your active pool at any time. So, yes, like Tornado. Um, so, yeah, you, you're at your driveway. There's a unmarked police car at the edge of your driveway parked there. Um, when you get there, uh, what do you want to do? Unmarked police car? Yeah, as you're running up the street to your driveway, uh, it's not in your driveway, but it's parked uh, like right at the edge of your driveway, right? Without blocking it. You can still, if you were driving, you can still turn right into your driveway. But uh, maybe there's an area between your house and the house next door, right? And you've got that sidewalk area. It's parked right there, right? And I'm not looking out my door because that's how it is here. And not mm-hmm. a lot of folks park there. If somebody's parked there, I'm like, oh, that's a DoorDash guy, right? Because nobody <laughs> really, yeah, right? So I think it's like that. But for readers at home, we're looking at this, right? And we can tell, oh, that's an unmarked police car. Okay. I'm, go- I'm right. going in the front door. It's my house. Nice. There's a police officer standing there, and he's like, uh, hey, can I help you? Where's my wife and son? They're inside talking to the detective. Uh, I could do you, you live here? Yes. What's happened? Let, let me. She's just being interviewed by the detective right now. Let me. And he's reaching for his walkie talkie. I'm right? going to go talk to my wife. Feel free to walk with me. OK. OK, sir. All right. She texted me, said she was in trouble. I just want to check on her. Oh, no, no, sir. Everything's OK. Everything's fine. Let me call in to let them know we're coming I'm, in. I'm walking. I'm walking. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, and he steps in behind you. He, he's walking behind you. That's fine. Uh, the front door is locked. I look back. Why would your partner lock our front door? I take out my key. Start mm-hmm. to unlock the front door. I, I didn't realize it was locked. I was just going to call to make sure. They knew we were coming in, so everything is okay. everything. But if you live here and you have a key. Can I see your ID? I'm, I'm like opening the front door. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's cool, right? He reaches because he's got his badge and everything. He reaches in, mm-hmm. to, right? And he pulls out an ID, right? And he shows you, you know, he's uh, Officer Eric Jones. Officer Jones. Yeah. How old does Eric Jones look? In the picture ID? It's hard to tell. Like right he's now, got how does he look? Right, right. Oh, right now? Him. Yeah, right in front, in front of you. He looks like he's in his 30s. Okay, good. That's good. But he's got his finger over the picture. So it's hard to tell. Can you move your finger? I'm sorry. I'm I'm like starting to open the door right now. Right, right, right. And he says, well, let's go check on your wife. And he puts his ID back in his pocket. This doesn't smell right to me, Eric. Show me your ID. Well, if you want me to stay outside, I'll stay outside. I don't want you to. Please show me your ID right now. Be upset or anything. Well, let's go inside and I'll show you the ID. I'm going to run around to the back door real fast. <laughs> just like, boom, just boom, nice. sonic boom out of here. Nice. And, uh, zipping around to the back door and I'm, I'm getting in the house as fast as I can. Yes. You leave the officer at the front door. You're coming in through the back door. Let's say that opens up into the kitchen. Yeah, that feels right. All right, cool. Let's make a perception check, and that helps us figure out what kind of situation you're walking into and how much you are aware of once you step into the house. All right. A perception check is based off of int? Yes. And you just want to roll that value or lower? On 3d6. On 3d6. All right. Here we go. Uh, Yes, I've rolled a 6 against my 11, so I'm good. Fantastic. There's a guy that looks just like the man at the front door. Officer what Eric, did I say Jones? Eric Jones. Yes. Eric Jones is in the kitchen, but he does not have a uniform on. Uh, he's got a kind of a sleek, chic, sexy hoodie kind of mm-hmm. outfit on, almost track suit like. Um, like a navy blue, but kind of shiny, but the hood's down, right? Uh, And uh, he's walking through the kitchen, right? And he's just calling out. And he's like, Claire, come on, Claire. You knew it was always going to be like this. I don't know, Claire, but I am putting this man down. (laughs) I'm putting this man down. (laughs) Mr. Not Eric is about to get thrown to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That that's just a fury time. Nice. So he's unaware that you're here. So his DCV is six. Okay. Uh, once you do this, this moves us into you get this action. This is kind of the ambush action, and then we move right into the speed chart. Okay. I gotta open up my cool speed chart you made. So it will be your dex minus his OCV of six uh, plus eleven, and you need that or less. So it's 11 plus 13 minus 6. So 18. Or less, yes. And that's because you called him flat-footed. He's, he's, he's yep. got a DCV of 6, right? Got he doesn't it. even know you're coming. Uh, that, is, that is a 10 against a target of 18. So got it. Nice. And then you just roll damage, right? Tell us what that looks like as you roll up on not Eric Jones. I, I We're in... The kitchen, I imagine there's an island right in the middle. Uh-huh. There's a nice stove with a good hood. Uh, one of those cool, newer, 
sinks with the faucet that actually becomes the it's it's all stainless steel because that's what Sarah wanted. So I zip around the island and shove him to the ground, and I'm going to grab an arm and try to put him in some kind of lock to where I can put a knee on his back and question him. That's the plan. That's that's the intent. Okay, gotcha. so the damage is 8d6. Is that yes, right? That okay. is right. I am uh, interested to see how this goes. I did one too many. How do I take one out? That's not what I meant to do. <laughs> Here. All right. You know. Just roll all the others individually, because that's how I decided to do this thing. Okay. Uh, so one, two, three, <clears throat> six, seven, eight, nine. Body, right? And uh, yes, 31 total, if the one counts in the sum. Woo, that's rough. 86. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you you take down not Eric Jones, right? Uh, to the ground. Uh, you unleash on him while you're hanging on to him, right? And I think most of that is just to get some submission out of him. Uh, the odd weird thing is he starts to blur and fade away uh, as you decide, you know, I have him submitted, right? Uh, just totally fades out and disappears on you. Not disappears as it goes invisible, right? It becomes kind of intangible, and then there's nothing. You're just on the kitchen floor where you were holding a dude. There's nothing. Uh, I think in the panels, we see him him kind of just kind of fade away. Mm. Like ghost-like fade away. Okay. Uh, I'm up, and I'm moving. Sarah! Mason! And then there's Eric, not Eric Jones's voice in the living room, and it says, "Oh, I think we got company, Claire. We have guests. You should come out." Uh, the second not Eric is going down. I'm just going to straight <laughs> up roll up, and I'm, I'm barreling him over. I'm going to knock him to the ground to try to make him disappear. At this point, I, I'm thinking that this is a projector or a multiple man situation. Possibly right, right. magic. So these, the ones he has inside the house are not him. So I'm not holding back at this point. Nice. I'm just We're taking down every apparition in this, in this freaking house. Is there a protocol for I'm trapped in the house where Sarah might be, right? Do you know what I she think might there's be? a panic room. I know that okay, there's nice. problems, right? Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. there's a panic room. Nice. I like that. So I think you know that's where she is, but not Eric hasn't figured that out and hasn't found her. So he's kind of searching through the house. Segment one, I think is nobody. Segment two, I think Nathan is on, but so is not Eric. Oh my goodness. So is not Eric, huh? Yes, it was not Eric. He must be my speed. Interesting. That is interesting. Because if he uh, were if he were a speed six or five, he would have already gone. Right, Neat. he would have already gone. What's your dex? My dex is a 13. His is an 11, so you will go before him. So it sounds like you're running into the living room. You can yeah. see him. 
It's not Eric, but he looks like the not Eric from the kitchen. Oh, so it's sleek, hoodie, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. not in the police uniform. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I think I'm going to roll up into a, a tackle and then bah, 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 a bunch of fist of fury in the face there is the intent. Shall I roll? Yes. So his dex is 11, so it'll be your 13 minus 11. Whoa, not good. That is a oh, miss. I got no, a 15. No. Because uh, I think this is cool because you both are. I think you're both are close enough, right? You're slightly faster than he is. I think you run up on him and then we see him split into three versions of himself right there in front of you, right? Uh, maybe that's what messes you up about mm-hmm. who to hit because it was one target. Now you're looking at four. The other three spring out of where he was and they tackle you down, kind of grapple and hold you in place. But I also have to roll to make that happen. That's their intent is to try to hold you down, get a hold of you. The other three are doing that. Uh, if we're having a meta game conversation, what this power is, is entangle. The yep. special effect is, right, he's duplicated himself and these duplicates, their only job is to hold you in place. But they got to grab you first. 11 minus 13, he's at a minus two. Dang. Ooh, look at that, baby. I do not like this. Yes. So you've got three, not Eric's, right, on you. I think one kind of jumps through the air at like a Wolverine leap on you. The other two kind of bum rush you. I think they got your arms. One is kind of around your waist, and they're just trying to pull you down to the ground. These three men, these three not Eric's. Mm-hmm. Um, mechanically, it is an entangle. So let me roll that. Uh, it's called dog pile. Uh, <laughs> right. Appropriate. <laughs> it's 8d6. Once you break through the body that's there, it's done. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten body. Ouch. I see him. Right. Well, that's a yeah. lot of sixes. Two sixes and a bunch of fours. You know, there's like six values on there, not just three, four, and six. Just so so you know, you, you can roll lower. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me it's it's roll i didn't do it okay so yeah right now on segment two three not eric's have you kind of held down the fourth not eric is uh free and standing there uh he looks confused right he doesn't understand what's happening here and he's like who are you what are you doing here in claire's house i don't know who claire is i'm nate this is my house Y'all need to get out. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> that was two. Nobody goes on three. Segment four, because he's processing right now. He, he's not sure what he should be doing because you're a wrinkle in this plan right now. Again, you're faster than he is. It's segment four. You both go. Uh, it's, on, it's on eight. I am entangled. So to be able to do anything, I probably need to break free of that entanglement. Yes. So that's what I'm going to try to do. Yes. Um, although it might be wise if I do a shift with my power pool allocation as well. Uh, he's just talking. He's trying to figure stuff out. So I'm going to reallocate. Okay. All right. Uh, we're in combat. So I need to make a roll to reallocate. What do I need to roll? 
Right. So you have under skills speedster and it's 12 or less. You can rename that skill. I just named it speedster to represent your speedster VPP, but that's the skill. By the way, I think I screwed up. Uh, I gave you my dex value. Should I have given you my defense earlier? No. So your OCV and your DCV are based off your dex. What happens is sometimes people will buy levels to increase different things, right? And so it could be that it's your dex plus I bought levels in combat, right? And then it's your dex modified. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And that I got just, me a negative I see two. here the, the defense value is 21 because we bought it up a little bit. So I'll just... Oh, oh, defense. Yeah. So when you, when, when you get hit, 21 will soak the first 21 points of damage you'll take you did 34 right so i took 13 oh no you you didn't do it you he didn't do any damage to you oh right he was just entangling sorry right. sorry sorry right. right yeah the entangle was how strong is this hold they have on you gotcha cool very strong uh i'm just going to do the reallocation then and that is against my speedster which is a 12 mm-hmm. so uh, 3d6 yeah, I'll Over just less. build a I'll build a yeah. fresh roll then because uh-huh. I don't have that as a a twelve as a thing. Oh, man, I suck at this. No, I am discombobulated. <laughs> oh. uh, and it might be uh, the stress that uh, you're just now figuring out what this dude can do. He's a superhuman like you are, right? He's looking for somebody who's not in your house, not in your family, right? Uh, it could be stressful putting us all together. Uh, you ran out of that interview, right? Just seconds ago, right? Oh, yeah. oh, and maybe because these guys now have you on the floor, right? Pulled down to the floor. You're looking around and you can see Obi splayed out face down right, oh. at the door, right? Yeah, right, right. If the officer walked in behind you, right? Uh, yeah, right there on the floor, Obi's knocked out. He was on it, though. I really appreciate that. Yeah, so maybe, yeah, it's the stress of all that happening, right? Not Eric Jones. Uh, I think he cusses. He's like, fuck. And he looks at you, goes, clear. And he describes what looks like Sarah, right? We talking about the same person? Why are you after this girl? If we're talking about the same person, I will leave. Because things are different now. But you're caught up in something you don't know about. And I'm about to get paid more. What are you here to do? Claire is in the witness protection program. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull out my phone and show you a picture of Sarah. Okay. All right. Hello. Yeah. I think uh, the the duplicates, right? They they compromise enough so you can do that, right? Reaching, pull out my phone, hands out where they can see them. Go to gallery, pull up a picture of me with Sarah. Mm-hmm. And he shakes his head. He says, oh, man, I'm sorry. My job is to kill her. I'm good at my job. Uh, I know you are not you. You're just some, what are you, mirror images? Is this a magic thing? Like, how do you, how do you work? Well, I think he laughs, right? Let's, I like this. Let's do, because we're talking, uh, I feel like we have some rules to figure out how this conversation plays out. Uh, and I think that's presence, right? I think we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, I think he says, yes, 
it's magic. And we know that's not true, right? He's not giving you that answer, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. He says, I'm going to leave. But this is not done. The contract's different. They may send me back. You don't want to come back because I've got a lot of friends. I've never failed a contract. Well, right now, this contract's null and void. I recommend you don't sign a new one. And then I take his picture. (laughs) Nice. Click. (laughs) Yeah, I think he just casually walks out the front door, right? Because you're still kind of entangled. I think he knows you got to break through that first. Officer Eric Jones, not Eric Jones. He's outside the other side of the door when the door opens, right? And you stop me when you want to jump in here. Uh, But yeah, he's making good on his word. He's leaving. The duplicate of him is outside the door, and they walk out to the police car. I'm watching. I'm watching to see if they rejoin. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to figure out how they work. Yeah, it's so I think magic. they both. Yeah, I think they both walk out to the police car, right? And then they both walk around to the driver's seat, and one of them opens the door, and that's where they kind of merge, right? And now he's got the police uniform on, and he gets in, and he drives off in the unmarked car. What's the plates? I'll write them down. Take a take a pic if I need to. Yeah, no, and I think you. I think the ID and the badge numbers are all real, right? Uh, okay. So you have those, right? Uh, if you've got uh, a protocol for safety and you've got uh, a panic room, uh, it's not too stretch to think you might have like a Google Ring or whatever. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we can pull that that footage back, right? And you have those things too. Uh, if you don't attempt to break out, these duplicates kind of fade away uh, as he pulls off and they and they go away. Kind of like it they did when you beat that one in the kitchen, okay. right? Okay. Kind of melt away like that. Yeah. Check on the OB, make sure he's yeah. okay. Yeah, it looks like they may, yeah, it looks like, and he, I mean, when he comes around, he's like, oh, man, I've never been tased like that. I don't know what kind of voltage he's packing in that taser. That was nasty. All right, man, I'll get you some water in a second. I'm going to go check on Sarah and Mason. Thank you for coming around, man. It means a lot to me. No, nah, you know, we go way back. I, you know, whatever, Doc, this, you would do the same for me. I would. And then I'm going to the panic room. Yeah. And uh, Mason and uh, Sarah are in there. And she's like, yeah, as soon as I picked up Mason from school, uh, not not a minute or two, the doorbell rang and there was an officer outside and it didn't feel right. Uh, and then he started jiggling with the door. Okay. You did the right thing. You did the right thing. He's gone. Yes, we're uh, going to be okay. We, um, yeah, yeah. Mason, how you doing? You okay? It's like, yeah, I, I was, I was waiting for my powers to kick in. I was going to help. I know you were. I know you were. I tried. I thought, you know, you, you, well, under stress, right? That's when they, when they manifest. And I was just, I was just waiting. Any day now. But even oh. if it never happens, you know, I love you anyway, Mason. Doesn't matter. Okay? I know, Dad, but. When you and Sarah have a, a moment, uh, I think she asks, "What was? do you know what that was about? The break-in and, and, and uh, yeah, what that was about. I know a little bit. We need to talk, girl. Uh, and I think she's like, was it more of uh, what happened on the bridge, those folks? Mm-mm. And I'll, hey, oh, uh, Mason, could you get, 
glass of water for Obi. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and he's like, Obi's here? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, and then I think yeah. he runs off. Yeah. Sarah, who's Claire? Nice. Uh, I think she says, what do you mean? That person has superpowers. And they said they're heal. They said they're here to kill Claire, who's in the witness protection program. And this Claire looks exactly like you. Nice. Uh, I think I think she fesses up. I don't think there's any reason for her not to, right? And I think she says, a long time ago, uh, I used to be Claire. Uh, that was my name. And doing the right thing uh, meant going to court and testifying against some really bad folks. And I did that. Uh, and that turned violent and got bad. And they put me in the witness protection program. Um, everything's been fine and good and, and perfect for the last five, six years, nothing. Uh, every now and again, law enforcement uh, will check in and they, they check the integrity of my new identity and everything's been fine. Uh, I can't imagine who's or why, like, who did I you mean, testify Charles, against that? She said that Charles done and over with that was uh, so long ago. It wasn't to whoever you testified against because they called a hit out on you. He was very specific about the contract was just for you. He left because I came here to defend you in our house and our son. He said that changed the contract, but he would be back. So we need to know. I need to know who's the dirtbag you testified against because he's sending people after my wife. Oh, man, I thought I put that in here. I was going to tell you. I only have that she's in the protected witness program. I don't know who she testified against. <gasps> oh, I was supposed to no. do that. It's okay. It's okay. So I think, I think uh, leaning into the big business wins, I think it is a big CEO person. I think it is, they have crazy resources, maybe Elon Musk or, or uh, right, billionaire Ooh. type resources, but they're human at the end of the day. Right. Three pain. That's the guy, the not Eric Jones person. They have a reputation. It's built into their their character. They are a dependable assassin. And what they do is they're in a niche. They take out people in the witness protection program. Uh, So, yeah, I think she says, right, some big multinational corp. Uh, Let's make it a science corp. They do. Yeah, I like that. They they do high science, but they make commercial products out of their research. Right. Consumer products out of their high level research. But the CEO, right, was indicted and then charged for, I don't know, I can't think of some bad stuff. I don't want to get down into uh, human trafficking level type things. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Right. Something. But it's something uh, worse than insider trading. Maybe right, it's because uh, right. it's science. Maybe it's some kind of, oh, like, like Theranos type shit. Right. Yes. Where, yes. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And uh, defrauded, defrauded a whole lot of people right. making claims about a medical breakthrough that never 
could be verified, didn't pass testing, a whole lot right. of greasing the right palms to right. have things slide through with government inspection. Yeah, something like that. I like that. I'm going to call him Philip Mann. And I, I love the idea. Oh, yeah, I love that. It's the man. And maybe Philip, <laughs> Philip Mann did the um, OxyContin guys, like, basically sunk a company right. with all of the liability. And he makes a bunch of donations and, right. and, and has a payout, but it's also uh, off of a corporation, not out of his own personal funds. All that chicanery. Yeah, big Yes, all that chicanery, yes. And this guy, but she was she was a key witness, right? Because I think her skill set uh, puts her in an auditing process, right? So she was able to testify. Uh, I think that's her character, her nature. She did the right thing. I think uh, all the legal uh, agents uh, promised the right things, but she said they they did during the trial. Uh, there was an attempt made on her and some of the jurors, and then uh, they put her in the witness protection program. Uh, but she said for like five years, everything's been good. He's been a patient man. It seems we need to reach out to whatever caseworker or officer you know. And I think we maybe need to grab a hotel tonight, hon. She said, all right. I have his number. His name's Eric. <laughs> Bastard. This is audio only, but uh, you saw that expression. I did. That was very good. You got me. Mm. I love this game. <laughs> uh, and she does. She gets, you know, I think, again, I think now that we've established you guys kind of got a safety protocol, right? I think she grabs some to-go bags, right? And she kind of augments some of that uh, since you guys are staying at a hotel, right? Uh, maybe she has hers and uh, Mason's. Uh, so within a few minutes, you guys could be ready to leave. Nice. Yeah, we're getting ready to leave. And Nate's just thinking, there's no way I can spin this for that interview. There's nothing. There's nothing I can do. I can't help <laughs> my, my wife being in a witness protection program as the reason I had to bug out. I had to bug out. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, I think Obi's like... So what's the plan? We, you get your family safe. We can yep. camp out here tonight. Obi, I think what we're going to do is make sure my family's safe, and then me and you are, you and I are going to go out on a little bit of a hunt. We also need to talk about fifteen thousand dollars, man. You need fifteen k. You need fifteen k. That's what Red Eyes after you for. And I think he rolls his eyes. Oh man, look. Don't get involved in that, man. I got it. I got it under control. I have it. You came here for me to help me and my family. I'm there for you. Now, Red Eye, you know, he doesn't play around. Yeah, but look, the thing is, you can't help me here, man. I, I did the right thing, but it's the wrong thing, and I can't make it right. And you're just going to get your family hurt, get yourself hurt. You know how Red Eye is. We can't make He'll right. move on if you can give him 15K. Do you have that kind of cash? I don't have 15K. And I didn't kill a guy he wanted me to kill. That guy is still walking around. I, I couldn't do that job. I didn't do that job. That dude is not dead. Why did you even accept that job, Obi? <sighs> Man, we don't live like we used to live, right? I mean, look at us. We used to be rock stars, man. 
the only rock star now is Red Eye, right? And he gave me a job. And I shouldn't have talked to the dude. I should have just smoked him, right? But I wanted to know, right? Because you know Red Eye. I don't always trust everything he says. I don't trust much of anything he says. And so I talked to the target for a little bit. And uh, it is it wasn't. But but wait a minute. I, there, there might be 15K worth of stuff in in the in the little warehouse facility that this this dude on that I, I took him from it's abandoned nobody's been i've been watching it nobody's been in and out of there red eye doesn't even know about it i, I hadn't told him um but the guy is in the wind i i cut the target loose i told him to get far and away high going to ground i didn't kill him all right but there might be something equipment wise we could sell get rid of Okay, we're putting on our list of stuff to take care of tonight. All right. Well, I got my phone, so let me know where to be, and I will be there. Get your family safe. No, man, stay stay with us. I need you. All right. And I'm telling him that, but I'm also thinking, I don't want to have to chase two things, so I'm going to keep... <laughs> I'm going to keep Obi close. Right, right. And make him feel useful. Nice. I like it. And I think we're going to leave Orange Blast Part 1 right there. Yeah, perfect. I like it. Yeah, that's great. Mm-mm-mm. That was good. That was good. I love all your expressions, man. That was fantastic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate it. It's like an audio thing, and I don't, I don't verbalize as much as I should. <laughs> Those are fantastic. No, it's all right. I think, I think, uh, especially like you and me, uh, certainly me and Judd. I think there's a lot of expressive stuff in our voices when we do audio stuff, right? I think folks hear that because yeah. uh, we've played together long enough. Uh, they can hear that stuff, but yeah. All right. This is there, is there XP? Is there advancement? Yes, so there's, you should have, I can't remember what we did last week. It may have been one or two XP. This is certainly two XP. Okay. Oh, yeah, two XP last time. Gotcha. Yeah, this is certainly two so XP. So I'm up to four? All right. Yes. And like I said, you can spin them at any time. You don't have to balance them out. And that is the advancement part, right? Your initial 200 points, 100 points of those we bought situations out of, right? And so now you spin these just like, development points right um mm -hmm. and uh you can't buy off situations but you can increase other stuff just mourning the the door dash lost opportunity yeah well it might not be lost right you could go back and plead your case right yeah but see I how can't that goes be truthful i can't be well, truthful no, you, yeah no you yeah you can't be truthful you could you you're gonna have to massage the truth a little bit i am Right, we get is... things settled before I even worry about going back <laughs> to that. But I have not forgot. Nice, yes. And I dropped so. that uh, stuff I said in Slack about his backstory at the bottom part of his character sheet now, so I don't have to go look it up again over and over. Oh, cool, nice. Yeah, and yeah also yeah, nice. show his math of how he worked out his salary. It's only fifty-three dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah, when I sat down and I was thinking about what's uh, we're going to play this interview scene out because the key part of that is do you stay for the interview or do you go home to find out what's going on, right? But I thought while we're interview, while we're doing the interview, what 
can we find out about the world and that Nathan lives in uh, and his lifestyle and that kind of thing. And I thought, oh, man, the interview application, right? We could just walk through some parts on there, answer some questions. And that's going to tell us a lot of stuff. And then the salary one, I was like, yeah, that's going to say a lot about his perception and the superhero world or the superpowered world. Uh, and that's a good question, too. So uh, I kind of imagine that there's there's super spokes models. So they're not like major league baseball players where, you know, most every like, you know, everybody's salary. Right. And, I don't think they're like sports figures. I think they're like actors. Maybe you've right. heard the salary of so-and-so, but you don't know about the back end or any of that other stuff. So, Right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, everything else with uh, uh, not Eric Jones uh, was, was gravy. I had no idea how that was going to play out. I just knew what his agenda was. So, Jeez, uh, I'm Pete Three Pain. Yeah, bad Three Pain. <laughs> You're a bad man. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Oh, I see here where it says three pain, P A I N. I was thinking it was pain like glass, like three panes of glass. It, oh no, three, three pain. pain. Yes, three three kinds of pain. Wild, like the pain train. Uh, when he was in the first series of Champions Games, then I'll let you go because we're coming up on time. Yep. Uh, Charles Picard played Bone who was in the witness protection program. He was a supervillain, but he brought down a bigger supervillain. And so his secret ID was that supervillain. And now he's living as the protected witness, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Three pain came looking for him because that's what he does. He takes out people in the witness protection program for money. And they had an argument about his name, three pain. And, uh, and so that's funny. We're talking about his name again. Because uh, Charles, his character, had gave him three or four other options for names that he thought were better than three pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's I, I got to I got roll back and listen to those. That sounds so cool. So that was funny. But I thought, uh, yeah, that's Sarah's situation is that she's in the witness protection program. Uh, and this is fallout from that. And I thought, oh, shoot, I have somebody for that. Right. I know a guy that that's what he does. Right. So he's coming to your house. <sighs> man's home. Yes. That is dastardly. I love it. So All right. Cool. All right, man. You have a good night. I will see you next you. week, man. I'll see you next week. This is fantastic. I love it. Look forward to it every week. Me too. Thank you. That's my show. Thank you for listening. If you're picking up what we're putting down in these actual plays, consider coming out to Patreon, MadJ0, all letters, and becoming a subscriber. And of course, rate, like, heart, wherever you get your podcasts. Let's make this our regular thing. <laughs>